0: Our bodies are always changing, right? Like from moment to moment and day to day, things are going on inside. And if you ever stop to think about the idea that we're never standing still, like our bodies aren't something that's stationary, we're either moving forward or we might be slipping backwards. And today I'd like to talk about creating a workout plan that's designed specifically for you, not someone else, just like specifically for you, that will allow you to continue to move forward in the easiest way that you can. Thanks so much for being here today. I really appreciate it. You're listening to the Fittest Freedom Podcast, and I'm your host, Kelly Howard. I've been in the fitness and outdoor adventure space for almost two decades. Today, I'm known as the motivation and adventure coach. I help smart, successful women and a few guys navigate the space between mindset, motivation, and movement to move away from self-doubt and to learn to embrace their inner athlete. You already know what you want to do, and I bet you have a pretty good idea what you need to do. Together, we can fine-tune the details and create the steps you need to get moving forward. Think of me as your shortcut to a life of fitness, fun, and freedom. I'm so glad you're here. Okay, maybe it's a little dramatic to say that every day we're either moving forward or slipping backwards. But if you think about it, like our bodies don't just stay the same. If we have a good night's sleep and we exercise and we eat right in a certain day, then we're a little bit better than we were the day before. But if then, let's say we sleep poorly, it it triggers us to eat a lot of junk and then we're eating a lot of carbs and then we're eating a lot of sugar and then we don't feel like we want to exercise and then we want to just grab the remote control. Our body is different and slipping backwards than where it was the day before. So just keeping this idea very, very loosely, okay, very loosely, I'd like to just give you some suggestions on how to make a very specific plan that's tailor-made to you. Okay. The women I work with usually don't come to me because they want six pack abs. They come to me because they want to be able to do everything they want to do when they want to do it. And that's kind of a vague statement, but I'll bet you, you know exactly what I mean when I say that we want to do everything we want to be able to do when we want to do it right so what that means that means having the energy that we need to do the things that we want to do the energy we need to keep up with the kids or keep up with the grandkids it means not just having the energy but having consistent energy no matter what we're up to it's not worrying about whether or not we'll be able to keep up it's in a lot of ways it's having confidence right and confidence comes from knowledge know-how, action, trying things, and then doing them again. I mean, that's a very, very broad way of saying it. But if you think about it, I mean, those are some of the things that come together to give us confidence. So today I want to talk about how we can make a very, very specific workout plan, and it can be as simple or as extreme as you want it to be, but it's going to be something that's tailored to you so that you know you can do exactly what we're talking about. So one of my big gripes with workout plans that I find, and and I've actually used a couple over the years, usually when I was doing a lot of weightlifting and I wanted to increase certain things. And so I use very specific workouts, but I found that they didn't work for me because they didn't take into consideration a lot of things, right? So what I'm thinking is that if we take into consideration all the pieces of your life Then it's going to make it easier for you to create the workout plan that you want. So the first thing is, is that I want to know, or I want you to write down. So if you're not driving, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen. Let's do this in, let's actually do this pen to paper because you know how it is. There's more knowledge that is learned. There's um, more training that happens, more teaching that happens when we're actually writing things down. So first thing you're going to write down is what's your current level of fitness Like, let's say one is being completely out of shape, five is being at the top of your game. Where are you right now? Okay, you need to know where you're starting from so that you start, you don't start too slow or you don't start too fast. You need to know where you need to start from. And this is based on not someone else's fitness, but this is based on your fitness. So, in your life, if you went from one to five, one being the least you've ever, the least shape you're in and five being the best shape that you've ever been in, where are you falling right now? Then the next thing I want you to write down is, what are your fitness goals for the next year? Right? And when I say for the next year, oh, so often, the first thing people think about is, well, I need to lose some weight. Forget that. Because I promise you, weight will come off as you start moving more. Okay? And maybe it comes off slow, but it doesn't matter. Like, if you think about it, this just doesn't matter. Just bear with me. Trust me here. So what's your fitness goals? What are your fitness goals for the next year? And they could be anything. You've heard me say this so many times, but like a lot of my fitness goals involve doing certain things. Like maybe going on a big hike, maybe going on a kayaking trip, maybe whatever it is. Like that could be one of your goals. Or maybe one of the goals is to go take the kids somewhere and keep up with them the whole time and have a lot of fun doing it, right? Not that nails to the blackboard, keep up, but like have a lot of fun doing it. Like, what are some of your goals? Like one, I know one of my clients, her goal is that next year, she's doing a big backpacking trip and she's never backpacked before. Every year she's packed those packs, made their food, done everything for her family while they went off and did the backpacking trip and she didn't go. She was going this year. So that's a big goal, right? Um, A couple of other ones. I know somebody who is going on a big trip to the Smoky Mountains. She's wanted to do it forever. She's booked. She's going. Even if it means that she's going to be hiking by herself, she's going. So like, those are just some adventure things. But what are some of the other things that you're thinking about that, you know, what are some goals for next year, for the, for the next year, okay? And then how much time do you have before you want to hit a fitness goal, okay? How much time do you have before that next thing? A, for instance, would be um, one of my clients is planning on doing virtual or in person. It's a big bike ride in January, and so she doesn't have much time. In fact, when this goes live, it'll probably be really close to January. So her goal has been to do that bike, big bike ride. So she's had to start training and, you know, setting up her workout schedule, and, and we actually set it up back in August. But, you know, you have to figure out how much time do you have? Like, do you have three months? Do you have six months? And a caveat here, if you have six months, don't do the thing that so often happens, which is wait until you've only got a month out or wait until you're only two months out. Like it's so much better and like better as in you're not sleeping backwards and better as in you're going to feel a whole lot better. If you start now and build up slowly, than if you try and, you know, cram for the test at the end, it's just not a good thing to do. So trust me on this one. The more time you have, the more time you give yourself and you work toward it, okay? So how much time do you have before whatever it is that you wanna do is gonna happen? And then next thing you're gonna ask yourself, what are you currently doing for your workouts? This is kind of the, um, this is the check. This is the reality check. This is when someone says to me that they want to, I don't know, I'm just gonna make something up. They wanna go climb Kilimanjaro, whatever. And right now, when I ask them this, what they're really doing right now is nothing, right? So what are you currently doing for your workouts? Your cardio, your strength, and your flexibility. What are you doing? Are you doing yoga twice a week? Are you doing, I don't know, are you doing cardio? Are you walking? And and at the same time, what's the level of effort that you're doing it at? Okay. That's a really important thing to ask yourself because we want to be true to ourselves right now. I mean, we want to totally tell ourselves the truth. So if you're walking every day, but your walk is really just a stroll, then the effort that you're putting out is pretty low, right? So you really want to know where you're starting from and what you're currently doing right now so you know how to build up. Okay. So then... If you do have a workout plan, when was the last time you revised it? Because bodies change, desires change, uh, the whole world changes, like all kinds of things change and we have to change our workout plans to go with them. So this isn't a set in stone the rest of your life workout plan that you're creating today. What you're going to be doing is in eh, three months. If you've been doing it consistently, which I know you're going to do, I just know it. If you know when you've been doing it consistently for the next three months, then at the end of that three-month period, you're probably going to revise this a little bit. So just ask yourself, you know, when was the last time you revised it? And maybe if um, you're writing this out and you're going to start it immediately, which would be really brilliant, um, go ahead and put a little note on your calendar in three months from now to revise it. So next thing you're going to ask yourself, how much time do you have or do you want to commit daily or weekly to your fitness? Okay. Because the amount of time that you have is going to determine what your goals are. Okay. Versus what your goals are determining the amount of time that you're going to take. Think about that for a second it depends on what your priority is like how much of a priority something is and and just like what your lifestyle is like everybody's lifestyles are different so for me i'm i have it pretty easy i have to say one of my clients said the other day wow i think that i want to do what you do so that i have all that time to exercise <laughs> she runs a company too and but what she sees, and it's true, that a lot of the times I exercise, that is in a way working for me because it's my job, right? And so you want to ask yourself, how much are you willing to commit in time? And how many days, right? Because sometimes when, when people talk to me and they say that they're you know committed, committed means two days a week for some days or some for some people committed means 5 days a week. So what your what are you willing to commit, okay? Think about that like because it's going to determine what you do. Um, so then the next piece you're going to do, now that you've written all of this down, you're going to create your schedule. And I would say that you're going to well I would I would hope that you bring in all three areas of fitness. So one of them is going to be your flexibility. And one of them is going to be strength. And strength, we can talk about that. Like It doesn't have to be just curling weights. And one of them is going to be cardio. So you're going to have flexibility in your schedule, like physical flexibility. You're going to have um, strength training, and then you're going to have cardio. So next step. I'll definitely give you some ideas on how to work with your dates or with your timing, okay? But let's just think about starting with somewhere around three to five times a week doing some form of flexibility. And flexibility is so important. And it can be yoga. It can be your PT. It can be whatever it is, like whatever that is that you do that keeps your body flexible and moving and feeling good. It's so important to make sure that we add flexibility because our joints, well, our joints are going to keep us moving and they don't increase as quickly as muscle mass will. So we can throw ourselves off and, and we don't want to cause injuries, okay? No injuries. So think about gentle flexibility three, day, three times a week, five times a week, if that's really needed for you. But what is that for you? Then the next thing that you want to add in is a little strength training. And that strength training could be pretty minor. If you haven't been doing it any at all, then maybe twice a week for 20 minutes, Um, if you've been doing it a lot, then you know what you need to be doing. So think about adding in some strength. And if you're not sure what to do, go back a couple of episodes to when I talk about using the outside as your gym, it'll just give you some ideas to look at the world in a different way. So strength training does not have to be you at a gym with a barbell, okay? It just doesn't have to be that way. It can be body weight, it can be all kinds of things that you do that actually contribute to gaining muscle, because muscle's so important. A, it'll keep us thinner, and it's going to keep us stronger, and it's going to make our bones better. So low little strength training. And then cardio, okay? And cardio, once again, this depends completely on where you're starting from. If you haven't been working out in a million years and you're starting from a one, then you want to keep your cardio super easy. If you're in the best shape you've ever been in, then you already know you need to step it up and include it in cardio. So I always like to talk about perceived level of difficulty. And so perceived level of difficulty in the simplest of terms is that let's say that a one to three is when you're going for a walk and we're just chatting like no effort at all, right? And then maybe a... Four, five, six is when you're on a walk and you're kind of, you know, you're working a little bit and you're having a little trouble carrying on the conversation. And then maybe seven and up is when that conversation is a little hard to carry. So whatever your perceived level of difficulty is, you want to make sure your cardio is up there a little bit, okay? And because if you're just out for the stroll around the neighborhood, it's not going to be doing you the good that you need it to do. Get as much of your good as you possibly can out of the time that you're giving for your workout every day or every other day or whatever it is. All right, so a few things. Let me just regroup on what we just talked about for a second. So you're going to answer all those questions. Really won't take very much time, just take a few minutes to go through them. Then you're going to make a schedule, and that schedule is going to bring in flexibility, it's going to bring in strength, and it's going to bring in cardio. Then you can look at a couple more things. So one of them is, um, if you're low on time, right, you can incorporate more high-intensity training. Easy stuff to do, like uh, let's say that you're doing walks and then at the end of the walk, you're going to do five sets. And those five sets mean you're going to walk really fast for 30 seconds and then you're going to walk slow for 60 seconds and then really fast for 30 seconds and then slow for 60 seconds, Probably the best tip I can ever give you is that if you're going to do intervals like that, right? and these are very, uh, this is not like hard science how intervals are done, but this is an easy way to get it in, which is a one to two ratio, okay? Hard for 30 seconds, slow for 60 seconds. Or if you can't do 30 seconds, hard for 20 seconds, slow for 40 seconds, whatever it is, one to two ratio and you can also well there's two things i want to say one of them is that if you add that on the end of your strength training that's a good way to burn extra calories maybe fat i'm not going to say that i'm not going to say on this podcast that's how you're going to burn fat but think about it and then the other thing that that does is that if you say you're going to do five intervals all right you're going to go for a 35-minute walk, and then you're going to do five intervals. The best way to do those five intervals is to start counting down from five. So interval one is actually interval five, and it's five, four, three, two, one. The reason you're going to do that, and you know I've said this a million times, our brains can't stand an open loop. So if you're going to count up interval one, two, three, then about two or three, you're probably going to start negotiating with yourself, right? Oh, I've done three. I don't think I need to do all five today, whatever it is. If you start at five and count down, five, four, three, you're never going to stop. Like our brain hates to stop with an open loop like that. You're going to finish it. So just consider that, okay? One of them. Um, another one is, is if you're not going to the gym right now and you don't have weights or whatever set up at your house, use a site called Dare Be. D-A-R-B-E-E. And I'll have it in the notes or in the show notes, but it's just Derby.com. It's a brilliant site that will help you lay out um, just like just body weight workouts. It's a great site. Um, a couple more things is that think about using a ratio of three weeks of building up and then one week of, of easing back a little bit, right? So if you're going... Full in for three weeks on your workout, then the fourth week, make it a little bit easier. Okay. And along that same line is always make sure that you have rest days in your week. Okay. Rest days are as important as exercise days. So, but the, the ratio of building up three weeks and then coming back a little bit, and then you build up again, three weeks, and then you come back a little bit. So consider that when you're making your workout. Um, another thing that you can do is use um, like I mentioned already, but I'm going to say it again, use perceived level of effort, okay, or perceived level of difficulty, however you want to say it, but just like pay attention to how hard you're going and how hard you want to go. And that's going to come in especially important on that fourth week when you're dialing it back a little bit, because that allows you to, to see how your perceived level of effort can be a little bit easier and everything is is easier. And then next week, it's going to be that much easier and you're going to be going harder every time. Um, And then just just like see, you know, give yourself little tests, time and distance. If you start out with, let's say you're just, let's say we're doing walking, okay, just because that's easy to use. So what you're doing right now for your cardio is walking. Then let's say that you know that it's taking you 20 minutes and you've done a mile or whatever it is mark that down write it down on your workout because three weeks or four weeks from now you're going to test it again and you're going to see that you've gone a mile and it's taken you 15 minutes or whatever the numbers are right the numbers don't matter what matters is that you're seeing how you're improving right because we love that like it's good for us it's kind of gamification in a lot of ways but it's good for us to see how we're getting better so keep doing that and and keep track. Keep track of your workout. All right. If you don't write it down, it's not going to be real. So schedule it, write it down, create your workout, put it, you know, put it out there on your calendar or wherever you're going to see it. And then like, it may feel like this is a little overwhelming, but you can lay out this plan. And once you lay it out, you're going to realize how much easier it is to have a plan and to pay attention to it and to do your do your workouts with the plan and it's going to make life so much simpler and please i'm a little bit on a rant today but i really really want to see everybody have something that's working for them especially right now because when this goes live we're like right in the middle of the holidays and That's a hard time. I mean, it's a hard time because a lot of times we're just like, ah, okay, I'll start back up with the new year, right? Forget it. Start back up right now and it doesn't have to be a big start, but just start so that you feel even better in the new year. All right, thank you so much for being here today and I look forward to seeing you next week and have a wonderful one. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening today. I truly appreciate you being here. If you're ready to make a change in your fitness, to transform, or even to deep dive into what you need to be doing to get ready for your next dream adventure, I'd love to talk. I have space on my calendar for a few one on one clients, and I have a very special offer only for my podcast listeners. Go to fitisfreedom.com forward slash ready for details. If you're ready to take action on your dreams, I would truly love to work with you. Once again, that URL is fitisfreedom.com forward slash ready. I can't wait to connect and I'll see you on the next episode. Have a wonderful, wonderful week and bye for now. See you.